Hey, Cornerstone family, it's March the 4th. I always used to hear my dad say March the 4th is the only day of the year that makes a command, March 4th. I remember that because today is my dad's birthday, so happy birthday, Dad. It's also Dale McIntyre's birthday, who has, I think, the coolest birth date of anybody I know. His birth date is 3456. He was born 3456. So happy birthday, Dad, and happy birthday, Dale, and welcome, Cornerstone family, to our daily podcast. Today, I want to share a passage of Scripture from Luke, the 19th chapter. It's a familiar passage of Scripture. If you grew up in Sunday school, this is one that you probably heard or saw in Sunday school, but it's interesting in that Luke is the only one of the four Gospels that tells this story. So we wouldn't know this story if Luke didn't share it with us in Luke, the 19th chapter. So just 10 verses, beginning in Luke 19, verse 1, it says, Jesus entered Jericho and made his way through the town. There was a man there named Zacchaeus. He was the chief tax collector in the region, and he had become very rich. He tried to get a look at Jesus, but he was too short to see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree beside the road, for Jesus was going to pass that way. When Jesus came by, he looked up at Zacchaeus and called him by name. Zacchaeus, he said, quick, come down. I must be a guest in your home today. Zacchaeus quickly climbed down and took Jesus to his house in great excitement and joy. But the people were displeased. He has gone to be the guest of a notorious sinner, they grumbled. Meanwhile, Zacchaeus stood before the Lord and said, I will give half my wealth to the poor, Lord, and if I have cheated people on their taxes, I will give them back four times as much. And Jesus responded, Salvation has come to this home today, for this man has shown himself to be a true son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save those who are lost. I want to point out just a couple of fascinating things about this passage of Scripture. It's interesting, this Scripture is very popular amongst kids. Again, I mentioned many of you probably heard it in Sunday school or remember a flannel graph depiction of this Scripture in Sunday school. I think it's popular with kids because kids can relate. Kids are shorter than adults and they can relate being places where they can't see what's going on. And without being on their parents' shoulders or being lifted up, uh, they're sometimes left in the dark as to what is going on. And so Zacchaeus was very short, uh, decidedly so, and he can't see what's going on. And there's this crowd that presses in. Now, if they're in Jericho, um, they're on their way to Jerusalem. Jericho is at the bottom of the Jordan River Valley on its way up toward Jerusalem. This would be the road that the the Good Samaritan story is told about as they pass up through Jericho and up past the sea level line and on into Jerusalem. And so Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem, inevitably marching toward the crucifixion. But on his way, he marches through Jer- Jericho. He walks through Jericho and Zacchaeus can't see. So he goes and he climbs up in this tree so he can see. And I can you can almost sing the song, you know, Zacchaeus was a wee little man, a wee little man was he. Um, but here we have this guy who's too short to see. So he climbs up into the tree so he can see Jesus. And as Jesus is walking, he sees them. Uh, He sees Zacchaeus because there's a guy in the tree, right? So he looks up, he sees, he makes eye contact, and Jesus calls him by name. Now, we don't know whether supernaturally Jesus knew Zacchaeus's name or whether Jesus heard people grumbling about Zacchaeus because he was, we're told he was a notorious tax collector. Now, this is worse than being an IRS agent. There are plenty of really good, well-meaning IRS agents, even though they're probably not very popular with us. But if you were a tax collector in the first century, you were an agent of the Roman government who lived amongst Jews and no notoriously took advantage of your own people. So here Zacchaeus is a Jew living in Jericho, collecting taxes from other Jews to give to Rome. 
And so he was seen not only as a thief because he would often charge people more uh, so that he would have more for himself, but he's also seen as a traitor because he works for Rome, right? And so Jesus looks up. He says, Zacchaeus, come down. I must be a guest in your home today. And so you know the story. Zacchaeus comes down. They go. And on the way, then people are mumbling already. Well, this isn't fair. And I can just imagine if people in Jericho from the first century were alive today, it would really, really bother them that the one person that we remember from Jericho in the first century is Zacchaeus. Because there were lots of really religiously devout people, and they would think, well, maybe I will be remembered, maybe I will be memorialized. But the one person that we all know his name from the first century in Jericho is the guy that they would have least wanted us to remember. He was the tax collector who ripped them off. And so they're mad. They're saying Jesus has gone to be the guest of a sinner, and not just a sinner, but a famous sinner. And they're grumbling and grumbling, and then Zacchaeus repents. And Zacchaeus says, I'm going to give half of my wealth to the poor, and if I've cheated anybody, I'm going to give them back four times as much. And we learn something really important from Zacchaeus in this story. We learn a very important lesson about repentance. You know that repentance is turning around, changing your ways. But repentance also involves restoration. And so Zacchaeus shows that his repentance is genuine, that he's genuinely turning around and changing his ways by giving restoration to those that he has wronged. And then there's this this beautiful symmetry to this story. Jesus says in verse in verse 5, come down, I must be a guest in your home. And then in verse 9, he says, salvation has come to this home today. And so there's this beautiful parallel. Jesus is a guest, and through Jesus, salvation has come to the home. And then Jesus makes a comment that would have been offensive to many of the people listening. He says, this man has shown himself to be a true son of Abraham. That would have really dug in with the people who were mad already that Jesus was there with Zacchaeus because it would have dug in because Jesus is saying he is a true Jew. He's a true son of Abraham. He's proven himself to be who he is. And they all thought he was a traitor. But what happens when Jesus comes is everything changes. Everything changes. And it's interesting. Jesus comes to to Jericho, and the person we remember is not the guy who ran the local synagogue. It's not the devout followers of of Jesus. It's not the devout God-fearers in that town. The person that we remember is Zacchaeus. Why? Jesus gives us the answer in Luke chapter 19, verse 10. He says, the Son of Man came to seek and to save those who are lost. So we remember Zacchaeus because that's who Jesus came for. He didn't come for religious folks. He came for the lost. And he came for you and me. Remember, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, that even while we were sinners, Christ died for us. And so the story of Zacchaeus is good news for you and me. It's good news for us because we are sinners. We are lost. And Jesus came to seek and to save the lost. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for coming for Zacchaeus, and thank you for coming for me, because I'm a sinner. I'm lost. And so, Jesus, I pray as we repent, as we turn around, as we go the right direction in our lives, that we would make restoration happen as well as repentance, just like Zacchaeus did, that we would take his example. Jesus, thank you for hanging out with all the wrong people. Thank you for hanging out with us, and thank you for bringing salvation to our house today. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. We'll be back tomorrow.